Hey everybody, Skip here for another installment of my little podcast that I'm doing. Thanks for listening. Uh, bear with me. Uh, I got home from work about a half hour ago. I'm getting ready for bed. Uh, <clears throat> um, at my job, you breathe a lot of dust, so forgive my clearing my throat. Uh, there's been a lot on my mind lately about what I want to podcast about, what I'd like to post on the Facebook page. Um, last night I did a, a recorded a podcast about God. I'm going to go back and listen through it again. Uh, I'm just in that place where there's a lot of creativity and a lot of ideas coming, welling up from the deepest part of me, I hope. <clears throat> I've been thinking a lot about um, society. So I want to do a podcast on our society and what it means spiritually to be a part of that society. And I think it's important for us to remember uh, that the world we live in is really a creation of the false self for the most part. What I mean by that is this, that, that the theory I adhere to, uh, probably the person who articulates it best for me is Richard Rohr is that we are born into this world. We are taught to create a false self, an egocentric self that serves as some sort of armor in this world. Uh, what we have forgotten to do, what our religions have not done, what our society has completely forgot to do is teach people how to grow out of that ego. And so you have people who live their entire life with the mindset they developed in third and fourth grade. It, not that they're bad people. Some are good, some aren't. But the sad part is, is that they never, they never have the ability or they never get the chance or they don't understand how to live out of a different perspective. So... <clears throat> I want to talk about how that has those collective false selves, those collective egos, have created the world we live in, basically. So let's look at the qualities of the false self. Uh, the ego, the false self, the qualities thereof are, you know, selfishness, uh, arrogance, um, hatred, I think we can put in that category. Uh, poverty, racism, all of that comes from a false sense of self. Whereas the true self, as Richard Rohr puts it, the true self we're growing into, that self we grow into after we learn to grow out of our ego, <clears throat> which, by the way, is an ongoing process, that true self, the qualities are love and compassion and forgiveness let me give you an example. If the false self is about shame, then the true self is about grace. If the false self is about holding a grudge, then the true self is about forgiveness. These are two different ways of being. They are two different ways of thinking. Selfishness and hatred come from the false self, the immature spirituality of the world. The ignorance, if you will, that there's something better. Compassion, love, and grace come from the truer self, the self that's closer to the divine, closer to the higher power, closer
closer to God. When we look at our society as a whole, though, I think it would do us well to remember that most of our society, most of it, not all of it, but most of it, is really created out of that false self, that egocentric self. So let me talk briefly about politics. Now, I'm not going to get political. I'm not going to pick on any one party or any one person. But take a look at at what's going on in our politics. Um, Compromise has become a bad word. Demonizing the other person is really what it's broken down into. Shaming, guilting, accusing, those are all manifestations of a collective false self. And if anyone would try to introduce the qualities of the true self, I don't think they would probably last very long in politics. Because for the most part, we live out of a sense of false self. Greed. You know, the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. And that's a fact. That's not a theory. That's just a fact. Uh, Our political systems are stagnant because no one can can compromise or or even see the other person as human. You know, our education system, our kids are coming out of college with more debt than we can imagine because people need to make money. Our food costs more than it ever has before because people need to make money. Our wages have stagnated because uh, the rich, ultra-rich especially, um, have hoarded the world's wealth. And I'm not saying that they don't, some of them don't do good things with it. I'm saying the way that our, that our world is set up, the way that our society is set up, is out of a false sense of false self. More is better. We turn on the TV, we look at commercials, and we are told that we should be afraid of not having enough. Uh, an, enough uh, of a car, enough of a job, enough of a deodorant, enough of... We won't have enough of any of this. So we need to be afraid and we need to purchase it. That all comes from the false self, the collective false self that's been created by all of us. When we put that negative energy, when we put that false energy into the world, it creates a reality, and that reality is what we live with today. Now, I'd like to tell you that I have an answer or really good news about any of this. Uh, I'm not sure I do. What I can tell you is this that if you take the time to go on a journey of real meaning, and I don't mean self-help, I don't mean, um, you know, going to the gym, although those things aren't bad, I'm talking about finding the essence of who you are beyond the false self that's created, then in some way you can affect the world and it will be a little bit better. I was thinking on my way home how 
you know, I, I'm 53 and I will go through this life and when I leave this world, the chances are that it will still be very much a product of the false self. But, but, if each one of us can understand who we really are and who God wants us to really be, who the universe wants us to be, then, then I think we can start to make a difference. And, and maybe, just maybe, someday, hundreds, thousands of years from now, who knows, maybe someday the world will be a place where people will know their true meaning and their true self. Uh, Joel Goldsmith, a great Christian writer, uh, said that there are probably five or six people in this world who know their divine self, who, who know who they really are, and they tend to keep things going. Now, I don't know if he was being serious or facetious, but I do know this, that I would rather live out of the true self, the generous self, the compassionate self. And that's where I want to head to. And I hope you do too. So the next time you get frustrated at a politician, the next time you get frustrated at our society or something you see on the news, or the next time you get angry because all the wealth in our country is gathered by just a few people, the next time you see poverty and and get angry. Remember this, that all of these things, all of these things are a manifestation of a reality that we've helped create. And the only way to really make it better is to make ourselves, uh, make ourselves seekers of the true self, the true meaning. I hope that helps. Um, Thanks for listening, folks. And remember, always remember, that I care for you all. I'll talk to you later, guys.